0: This is John Robin Voiles of Celebrate Libraries. We're speaking today with Middleton, Wisconsin Public Library Director Jocelyn Sansing. This is the second of a two-part interview. Music seems to be Mm -hmm. a very active part of your um, programming, and that there are, for example, uh, people who are knowledgeable in different areas of music, Mm -hmm. and you try to bring that into your programming, whether it's the CD of the month or... Mm-hmm. or,
1: or however you might do mm-hmm. that. We definitely have some music lovers on staff as well as a few musicians. We, um, The CD of the Month Club is a fantastic program that introduces people uh, to new styles or genres or songs mm-hmm. um, that they wouldn't normally pick up themselves. It's sort of like the um, human equivalent to... Um, Spotify or Pandora that really offers a personalized touch and emphasis with an emphasis on library materials. Um, We've done a lot, um, our children's librarian has done a lot to expand um, her offerings um, in story times and programs for children with music and incorporates Um, Songs, musical instruments, movement as a way to connect with the text in the books. During National Library Week this year, we tried something new and had um, musicians throughout the week that played on the first floor in the lobby during open hours, and that was really fun. We had a marimba a cello, a violin, a piano player. We brought the piano up from the basement. That was really fun to have right in the middle of the floor. So we moved the stacks out of the way um, and had the emphasis on um, the folks that were sharing their music. So that was really fun. Wonderful ideas. Yeah, it's something that... We've had music in the library um, in years past, it sounded like, but um, there's definitely... um, a lot of, uh, interest in having music in the library. Later this year in September, we'll have, um, for the second year in a row, uh, jazz after hours. We have, um, we're part of the, uh, the organization Strolling Jazz, which, uh, is, I think I'd have to look this up to make sure it's part of the Jazz Society, I believe. Um, and they uh, create opportunities for communities to offer jazz in a variety of different settings, and then the idea being that people stroll from venue to venue, um, and the library will be one of those.
0: Um, venue to venue within the downtown. Yep.
1: Middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So perhaps an outdoor space, perhaps a small ensemble at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, the library is equipped to handle a little bit larger crowd, so we'll get some of the bigger uh, groups perhaps.
0: Would you say, uh, in your experience, uh, Middleton is unique in that way? If you're, uh, we talked earlier about uh, how the uh, library would serve uh, the unique character of Middleton, mm-hmm. uh, so you're saying that there's a lot of support for for this sort of yes. programming, the music within the community—that's part of what makes Middleton unique, as mm-hmm. opposed to another.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, another I would community. say tremendous support. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: What was the model? The Good Neighbor
1: community. Or yep the good neighbor the good neighbor um, city is <clears throat> is Middleton's um, Middleton's hallmark, and that sentiment is definitely embodied throughout the community in a variety of different ways, uh, whether it's just neighbor to neighbor. Um, with the folks who live on your street or stepping up to volunteer in some sort of capacity in the community um, to help provide for neighbors that are in transition or um, underprivileged. Uh, there's a big emphasis on uh, creating equalizers mm-hmm. throughout Middleton so that everyone has not only access to the same resources but are empowered and encouraged to use them.
0: Two examples that I can think of, two things I noticed uh, at the library would be the, um, the help you provide to, uh, for a job search. Mm-hmm. And also then uh, there's a weekly or bi uh, bimonthly um, English-Spanish reading. Story time mm-hmm. so maybe in those mm-hmm. sense, those sort of fulfill that. Uh, yes. Way, the yep. E- equalization. Yeah. How many people do you have working here, and um, what is the the volunteer size?
1: Um, we have uh, approximately sixty four individuals, and about twenty one FTEs. So. Um, Our volunteer um, capacity is quite robust, especially when you include the Friends of the Library, which is a completely volunteer-run organization. They're a separate 501c3. They have their own board. All of them are volunteers, from the book sale uh, folks to the sorters uh, to, um, folks that help out with programming. They're a very robust and very generous, hardworking friends group.
0: What are the benefits to being a member library of South Central Library System? And, uh, South Central is, did you say seven counties earlier today?
1: I believe so. It's, um, I'm still getting to know the surrounding counties, um, the, the major benefits is that we are able to resource share with all of our materials. So a patron could check out materials in Middleton, return in Madison, check out in Fitchburg, return all the way up in Stevens Point. Um, we have uh, a really dynamic and efficient delivery system that doesn't just work for the South Central system, but delivers throughout the entire state. Um, So the materials and access to materials is probably one of the biggest benefits. In terms of administration um, and management benefits, um, we um, have the opportunity with our staff um, to cross over and serve on committees. So Mm -hmm. we help to drive change and innovation on a system level um and can do that and affect effectively across the whole the whole system.
0: Give an example like provide maybe something that originated
1: here. Um sure. One recently is online card registration. Um our circulation manager and IT um, department head um, had been wanting to try online card registration for quite a while and um, were able to uh, work out a lot of the kinks here and then take it to this committees at the system level, um, further adjust and uh, accommodate details, and then eventually we hope to be able to extend that service across the system.
0: I was also noticing on uh, in your calendar on the website, uh, you seem to offer a lot of uh, technology-related uh, Classes and and workshops and things, do you get good attendance with that and good feedback from the community, whether they be um, um, maybe uh, coding miniseries for kids or uh, uh, iPad Academy, the Media Maker Lab, the technology Mm -hmm. classes?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All of the Media Maker Lab offerings were uh, made possible through a grant a couple years ago. Um, we have since then budgeted um, to con- be able to continue that service um, and utilize some of the area teachers to help us um, to help us teach and coordinate those. So uh, we actually contract with um, two teachers in particular, which is really nice because then they're able to draw in a crowd because they can talk about it with their students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do some camps over the summer um, that will uh, be sort of an extension of some of those classes. Uh, but there's definitely a need and a big interest for anything technology or maker-related in Middleton.
0: Some of the library directors we've spoken with uh, have talked about uh, tutoring services that they offer at their libraries. Um I know you have the uh, the Lynda.com classes, uh, Overdrive, uh, Mango, Languages. Are those mm-hmm. uh, people showing an interest in, in, in those programs?
1: Um, yes, um, to a certain extent they are. I think um, those are services that are more widely used remotely. All right. um, so attendance at a particular how-to program or an overview... Um, may see smaller numbers with attendance, but the services are widely used um, from people's residences and businesses. I've had some uh, where the Friends of the Library provide a membership to the Chamber of Commerce, which is extremely successful and extensive here in Middleton. A lot of Madison businesses participate in the Chamber. Um, and I've had some um, chamber members tell me that they like to use the Linda resources for their staff trainings and oh, their businesses. So the, those resources definitely get used. You get
0: uh, feedback directly from mm-hmm. those chamber members.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are some examples of community groups who reserve the, the meeting rooms? Um, do you have um, people such as groups such as the Rotary, you know, those types of uh, community organizations, um, uh, quilters, crafters—is—is is it a—is mm-hmm. it quite a variety of? of um, it
1: uses? is. It is quite a variety. It's um, it's everybody from those you mentioned to um, condo associations. Um, we are one of the few places in town where you can rent a room, f- or reserve the room rather for free. Um we also offer um the study rooms for people to meet one-on-one or uh to reserve privately. So we have a lot of people who hotel out of the library. So they run their like home or remote business um using the library's Wi-Fi and library study rooms. Um so yes, we have a wide variety of people that utilize the meeting room um on a daily basis besides just, of course, the library's programs. Oftentimes we'll uh, think of something that we want to do and we look on the calendar and the room's already booked.
0: Your 90th anniversary recently, the celebration. Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. uh, How did that go?
1: It was a smashing success. Oh, wonderful! Yes, lots of fun. Um, We had just over about 300 people or so. Um, We served uh, lots of cake. Uh, We had um, a lot, some live music, which was really nice. Um, And we also piggybacked it off of a children's program that happened. Um, just before that. So it was really nice to have a nice mix of retirees, library trustees, and then the kids um, coming up from the program. Um, They really, you know, they sprawled out on the floor and sat and really listened to the music. They chatted with each other. Uh, We also had quite a few of our elected officials come. Um, Middleton um, City Council really values and supports its public library and in our community surveys that is conducted every year um, by our city administrator uh, Middleton is uh, always always mentions how much they love the library.
0: You're still circulating printed content as well as I suppose the audio and the, uh, uh, the digital content.
1: We are. Um, Middleton is has high readership. Um, if you look at our demographics for our, the city of Middleton, um, the two um, major groups of folks um, fall into uh, Scholar and Savvy, which tends to be um, middle-aged to retirees who are uh, usually fairly well-educated, perhaps multiple degrees, um, most often had successful careers, and then the second being couples with capital, so smaller um, family households with dual-income earners. Mm-hmm. So that tends to lend itself um, to a high value for printed books and uh, printed materials. One of
2: the joys of walking into your library has been to really see the books on the shelf. I am Mm. such a firm believer that the printed word and the visual language that occurs, especially for children when they walk into a child's library, is equivalent to walking into a museum. Mm -hmm. And every time I get chills when I see that tactile ability of a child, Just to put their hands Mm -hmm. on a piece of blank piece of paper and it comes alive with an image. It doesn't have to have a word and even a letter itself to them is awfully just a line or a scribble. But the curiosity of that form right in front of them in their hands Mm. is a blessing. Well, grace. So I just I walked into your library today with great joy. Mm,
1: Good.
2: It just it it. So it's really a privilege to see that.
0: There are so many, um, you know, things that we could touch about different programs here. Uh, mm-hmm. Slide into a good book. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Tech Tuesdays. We sort of talked about the tech um, job help. You have you provide job help, and we sort of talked mm-hmm. about that. Therapy dogs. You, mm-hmm. do, you do that
1: as well. Yep. Um, yep. Programming um, is something that people really turn out for. Um, in Middleton, I've never worked somewhere where adult programming has been so successful. Um, usually, uh, it's it's fairly typical in public libraries that uh, adult programming can be a challenge with attendance, um, and here it's the challenge is having enough places for people to sit. Um, One program that we're doing um, that you are more than welcome to come back and join us for is the Unity Project. This is in collaboration. um, It's library-initiated and is going to be offered in collaboration with the Middleton City Arts Committee Mm -hmm. and done in the green space that's right next to City Hall. So there's a vacant lot there where... It used to uh, be the the MOM, Middleton Outreach Ministries, which is a food bank, among many other things for folks um, in the area, and that's now an empty lot. And the Middleton Arts Committee wants to use that as a temporary art space Mm -hmm. with changing um, offerings that are dynamic. And so the Unity Project is a circle of 32 10 foot poles and at the base of each pole is an indicator participants get a map and yarn and they mark off which indicators they identify with Mm -hmm. and then they take the yarn and they start in the middle post and then they work their way around the circle wrapping the yarn around each of the indicators that they identify with and then they all end at the same one, so they begin and end together, and the end one is blank, and they're able to fill in their own idea that perhaps wasn't one of the other 30, 32, and uh, then you're left with this really amazing community-built um, structure that is a canopy, Oh, so you can walk underneath it. Um, we're going to encourage people to sit, have lunch, outdoor meetings. We may, depending on the weather, do some story times underneath the canopy. Um, and then it stays up for um, a yet-to-be-determined amount of time. Um, again, probably based on weather. And then it gets taken down.
0: So next to
1: the city hall, so that's directly across the street from the library yep directly across the street from the library in a space that uh, used to serve in a huge capacity and um, has now moved from that space into a facility that better suits their needs Um, it it's nice to also have it next to city hall to really incorporate the civic campus um, idea that's starting to really form around city buildings, like the senior center, which is also just right across from the parking lot, um, that the downtown city buildings are a place for people to engage and interact um, and create together. It's lovely. It's
2: lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely here. How about how the library touches a, a story that maybe that you have found or touches someone's humanity or how it touches the humanity of us? I mean, just really getting down to the, the really gift of a good library mm-hmm. is touching that humanity. Uh,
1: I, th- I think um, <clears throat> a good example of that could be uh, seen every morning at approximately 9 o'clock Uh, Every single morning, we have a dedicated group of patrons who are waiting in the lobby for us to open the doors. Rain, shine, snow, um, they are ready to come in and use library services. They've formed friendships out there waiting in the lobby in those few minutes before the doors open. It's always fun to have um, somebody from City Hall or another business... Um, or just a parent that's here early, uh, sort of witness those connections and action happening. Um, and everyone's always surprised that there's people waiting to get into the library. Um, it's also really nice to see in a lot of our kids programs or maybe just even in the open play and learn space, parents connecting or caregivers connecting with each other, and forming friendships. Um, it can often be an isolating job caring for small children and when they come to the library, they don't have to pay to get in. Um, their kids, um, while they're you know, while they're supervised under their care, still have the freedom to explore their own interests and the collections and the facility somewhat independently, and it's really fun to see phone numbers being exchanged and play dates plans happening for later in the week. Um, so that really harkens to the library as a place for people to connect. One of our major goals moving forward is going to be how can we maintain our cozy community feel while urbanization is happening throughout the downtown and we are at critical capacity with our collections and our uh, meeting room space. Um, So that's going to be a a big challenge that we're tasked with, um, for the near future. Um, the city does not have any funds budgeted for any of its downtown buildings, um, up through about 2026. Um, so we have some time to work with the space that we have now and it'll be important to find ways to honor the past and uh, past legacies that community members have given to this library, while also still being able to plan and be flexible for the needs of the anticipated future.
0: You're a librarian. You work in the library. What is? Uh, are you reading something now? Um, is there a certain genre that you like to read? Is we you know talk about the most recent book you read mm-hmm. is there
1: something? That- um, my reading interests lie everywhere. Um, I tend to be a multi-genre, multi-book reader. Um, I love picture books. I love science fiction. I love magical realism. I love literature. I read a lot of nonfiction. One book that I just finished, um, I love to read um, in preparation for viewing so I just finished Neil Gaiman's American Gods, which I hadn't read before, mm-hmm. um, in preparation for the new mini-series that's about to come out. Right. Um, so that's really fun. Um, it also takes place here in Wisconsin and features um, our neighbors right down the road in Spring Green and House on the Rock. Sure,
0: of course. So that's,
1: yeah. So that's lots of fun. Um, I also love, um, young adult books, um, somewhat for the reason that I can read them quickly. (laughs) In college, I started reading, um, short stories. So one of my favorite, um, authors is Alice Monroe. Mm -hmm. Um, so lots, Mm -hmm. lots of different, lots of different interests there.
0: And how do you, um, how do you consume the content? Uh, do you, uh, mm-hmm. print, uh, audio mm-hmm.
1: online? I tend cabinet? to, I tend to listen to audio mostly, um, with nonfiction books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I prefer to read fiction myself. Um, although I will occasionally listen to a audio book, um, if it's on a recommendation by a friend, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, but for the most part, I enjoy holding the book in my hand, touching the pages, putting a bookmark in. I like the physical book. Okay. Good.
0: Um, Jocelyn, would you like to make some sort of closing statement? Is there anything that, that we haven't covered that you'd like to, that you'd like to present out there? Um, spend a little more time with or um, anything you can think of
1: well i think that <clears throat> perhaps now not necessarily more than ever before but there's definitely a heightened sense of urgency when it comes to intellectual freedom and equal access um quality information um now um, then perhaps when I first started my career in library science. I think that libraries um, in general have done an amazing job uh, with the dawning of the internet mm-hmm. um, and offering technology. And it'll be really, really great. And I feel really lucky to be able to be in this profession and help to facilitate the next century of library services it's an exciting time to be a librarian and we're we have the opportunity to redefine what and who we want to be to our communities and draw on a lot of the legacies that have carried us this far so it's really fun to think about Middleton in particular as having started off in 1927 as uh, one shelf of books in a mercantile store. So one shelf of books in 1927 has evolved into 32,000 square feet, thousands and thousands of volumes, 64 people, Mm -hmm. and now it's still not enough so how can we continue to grow that and honor the people that came before us who helped to build that and um, make sure that we uh, invest for the future
0: very good well thank you thank you for taking the time Mm -hmm. today
1: jocelyn Mm -hmm. you're welcome thank you
0: Uh, this has been john and robin voyles of celebrate libraries with another new ways to dream production We've been speaking today with Middleton Public Library Director Jocelyn Sansing. Thanks again.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you. This was wonderful. Thank Thank you. You.